Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Now security, they did not see him. Open up today's show. He turns 63 years of age. I've been to a lot of places in the United States. Never been to Memphis. I think I'm missing out. Heard uh, some interesting things about uh, about that city. Uh, this is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer joining you at the home office back in the 630 Jed Studios is Brendan Escott. We got a lot to get to on today's edition of Oilers Now, which is brought to you by Digitex. Buyer lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. We will tell you that round one of the NHL draft takes place on Thursday. Um... In terms of the drafts that have actually been in cities and were not done via, uh, I guess, Zoom, the way the last couple drafts were done over the last couple seasons due to the pandemic, uh, this will be the first one I'll miss. I went to uh, the, starting in 09, 11 straight drafts, 2009 to 2019. Very different situation for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, A good thing there in the last table, the last row of tables at the draft, it's where you want to be because it's a sign that you had some success. Edmonton, of course, making it to the conference final. I do think there's going to be a fair amount of activity over the course of, let's say, the next 10 days. Today being the 5th of July, round one takes place, the NHL draft Thursday night. The Edmonton Elks uh, play that night, so uh, that'll take uh, priority sequence, especially if the Oilers not having a first-round pick. Unless, of course something happens that day which it could the next day round two through seven the orders have picks in rounds five six and seven that's on friday and that'll sort of coordinate right in uh, nestle right in during the course of the afternoon on orders now from noon to two monday qualifying offer deadline for the national hockey league on july 11th um tuesday july 12th is the first buyout period ending there's a second buyout period if you have uh, RFAs uh, that end up going to arbitration. And then free agency begins Wednesday, July 13th. I know we'll have extended coverage for you uh, with the free agency. But I think there's going to be some movement here over the course of the next... You know, I'll go conservative on you. The next 96 hours, I can see something shaking down. Uh, you can reach us on the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. Get charged up for summer. Bring your player's club card to the venue and get free River Cree portable charger. For uh, more information, head to rivercreeresort.com. 
And uh, you can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfivefloors.com for more information. We're on Twitter, at Wetters Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan Escott. At Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. We'll tell you today's top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. The calm before the proverbial storm. Yes. There's going to be some movement. I know Mark Spector is coming on today. Sports and spec for the horses and horse racing Alberta. Presenting live thoroughbred racing Friday and Saturday at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. Parking and admission are free. For more info, head to thehorses.com. Spec will join us today at uh, 12.30 to 1.30. And Mark continues to make friends with all the Jesse Pogliarvi fans out there. Um it's interesting with with Paul Yarby. It just it just is. It's, it's an interesting situation. Um, but Speck uh, and Jim Matheson uh, seem to have gotten underneath the skin, shall we say, of uh, some of the more analytics-driven types. Uh, that said, um, we're not a hundred percent sure what got said during the por- course of uh, end of the season exit interviews. You know, yes, the Pugliarvi, and I know there, there's strong analytics to support that he's a good two-way player. He certainly, through the first 28 games of the regular season, was a top five forward for Edmonton. There's no question about it. He was fourth on the team scoring. The problem for Pugliarvi is from the time that he got COVID in Seattle, and that was in December, and then later ended up suffering a lower body injury that kept him out of the lineup from the middle of February to the middle of March. He had a tough final 38 games of the regular season. Uh, he ended up uh, with just 13 points in those 38 games, 15th on the team in scoring. And he was one of the few players that, frankly, didn't take a significant step forward under Jay Woodcroft. Um, is Yes, Pogliarvi a guy that sees himself as a top six player all the time? For Yesa Pogliarvi fans, I would suggest to you that they see Pogliarvi that way. Uh, is it possible that Pogliarvi is better suited as a, a good middle six forward, a really good third line guy uh, that could potentially play with maybe Ryan McLeod or Warren Fogle? Well, sometimes that's a difficult thing for a, a player to accept. At this stage, I would suggest we're probably headed down an inevitable path. Um, Ken Holland was patient with Yesa Pogliarvi, went over to Finland, returned, did some good things, had some decent numbers. Maybe didn't finish at quite the rate that you were hoping on, but had a strong two-way performance. I think that's fair. And there is concern that if you ultimately end up deciding to trade Jesse Pogliarvi, that you may end up in a situation where, you know, does he turn out to be Valerie Dechushkin? Time will tell in that regard. I would suggest to you, if you're looking, and I'm not saying he's going to be traded, I'm not saying, I'm just saying it is a distinct possibility that Pugliarvi gets moved. Uh, that could easily happen. I think that you need to look at organizations. There's there's two types of clubs that would make sense for Pugliarvi. Teams that are heavily analytically driven, I think that's a given. And then organizations that have prior history with Pugliarvi as a player. 
or have players with prior history. So, you know, an analytically driven team might be New Jersey. Carolina, who, by the way, have Sebastian Ajo. Um, a team with lots of people in the organization that would have history of Paul Yarby. St. Louis. So, again, time will tell on the yes of Pugliarvi front. Remember, Pete Chiarelli works for the St. Louis Blues. He drafted Pugliarvi fourth overall. Ken Hitchcock coached yes of Pugliarvi. Ken Hitchcock is in the Blues organization. You know, we'll see. St. Louis, Doug Armstrong is involved in everything. The Carolina Hurricanes have an owner, Tom Dundon, who is from the Jerry Jones School in the NFL, and I, I'm going to assume there's enough crossover fans uh, from hockey to football that have a strong awareness of just how involved Jerry Jones is with the Dallas Cowboys, that he's the de facto general manager of the team. And Carolina's been in a lot and have not shied away from finished players and got a couple pretty good ones. Hmm. Um. And then New Jersey. I think New Jersey could be a team to watch, too. Time will tell. We'll see what ends up happening. Again, we'll have a little bit more of this conversation with Mark Spector. Nothing new at this time to report on Duncan Keith, other than the fact that the Oilers have to plan for the possibility that maybe Keith doesn't return. And I would say that would be an opportunity for Edmonton, given the cap space that would be, in spite of the fact that Duncan Keith was a rock-solid second-pairing defenseman that played 20 minutes a game. Those aren't easy to replace. But he was also a $5.58 million cap hit. So if he does elect to retire, it's incumbent upon the management of the team to come up with solutions. That comes with the territory. And some might say there's an opportunity that's with that. Again, we don't have anything 100% concrete one way or the other, just that there's been an extension on the deadline. It's going to be a fascinating next 10 days for the Edmonton Oilers because they have to push forward. They have to continue to improve the team. they got to get a resolution and goal. And I think we all know that Mike Smith's headed down an inevitable path of likely going on LTIR. And where do you go to in goal? And that's where we're going to go next. As we go to the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like family. Uh, yesterday, one of the most plugged-in men in the business, NHL Hockey and Rogers, Elliot Friedman for Mid-City Construction Management. He says the Maple Leafs are likely out on Jack Campbell, who is represented by Kurt Overhart. Out of Denver, the same Kurt Overhart who has Mike Smith. Hmm. Here's where I remind you. Last summer, people go, well, how did the orders get focused on Cody Cece? Cody Cece was with CAA, the same agency that had Adam Larson. Obviously, Adam Larson was allowed to negotiate with Seattle. And CAA sat there and said, hey, we have a guy to replace Adam Larson for you at Edmonton and Cody Cece. And most people out there, when that initially happened, when the signing took place, were like, on July 28th, were like, what the hell are the Oilers doing? Except it worked out. Cody Cece had a pretty strong, frankly, had a better year than Adam Larson last year at a cheaper price point. Anyways, Elliot Friedman, this update on Jack Campbell and Toronto. 
You know, Bob, I don't like to make absolute statements at this time of year. There's still nine days until free agency and things can change. But put it this way, uh, it looks like they're lining up in punt formation at this point in time. Now, things can always change, but it doesn't look – there have not been – like there have not been many conversations if offers there in quite some time. So, you know, I, I think uh, I think the Leafs are looking around. I, I think they're looking to see what's out there. Um, and, you know, I, I look, there's a, there's a lot of teams looking for goalies. There's you guys, there's New Jersey, there's Washington. I think Buffalo's still looking for another goalie. Colorado's got to see if they're going to re-sign Kemper. They're going to test the market. Um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of situations out there where teams are, are looking in goal. So um, I think... I think, I think what's happening is, you know, technically you're not supposed to talk to anybody. We know that these conversations do occur. And I think teams are trying to figure out, and players too, are trying to figure out what the landscape really is. But I, I think you're one of the teams that likes Campbell. All right. So, again, the connection with Kurt Overhart, who's got both Mike Smith and Jack Campbell. Who would better know the situation for Jack Campbell and the potential of Edmonton than Kurt Overhart, who also represents Mike Smith. Now, we talked a bit about Evander Kane on yesterday's show. Uh, Kane, by the way, has been in Edmonton a fair amount here since the season has ended. And you, if you're Evander Kane, you're trying to get max term or as long term possible as you can. And if you're an NHL organization, um, you're, you're trying to curtail the length of the contract, which might drive the price point up. And it's interesting, and we're going to talk about this with Mark Spector coming up, but uh, Claude Giroux could be a guy that makes sense for Edmonton. Here's Elliot Friedman. But I think there's others. Like, you know, one I think one name that's kind of floating around there with you guys potentially looking at is Claude Giroux. And we'll see if there's a fit. Um, it's an interesting one because uh, last year during the season, Colorado wasn't an option he was willing to consider. So we'll see if Edmonton is any different. But I, I do think that um, uh, I do think he's somebody that's that's potentially on your radar. And then you've got to figure out what you're doing in goal. And uh, I think Jack Campbell is someone who's who's on your radar, too. Uh, there you go. That is Elliot Friedman. Now, we're going to have a little bit of fun. My, Craig McTavish was on the show yesterday. Of course, he is now with the St. Louis Blues. Uh, Mac T uh, did some great work last year on the Oilers regional panels. In fact, I was surprised that NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet elected not to use him in the playoffs. Uh, anyhow, I digress. Uh, Mac T was doing a little bit of storytelling on yesterday's show about Mike Keenan. I was with Mike in New York when uh, the Rangers won the Cup in 1994. And uh, so when that season was over, before Mike left to go to St. Louis, I was going, I'm not, you know, I saw what he did with fourth-line guys like uh, Nick Kiprios and uh, Eddie Olchuk. Like, you, you just, they, they were forgotten members of the team if you didn't get in the lineup. So, and I was right in that right on the fourth line uh, too as well so I was going I'm not going to stick around for this and then I left to go to Philly and uh, Mike ended up uh, leaving after that to go to St. Louis and then uh, then Mike traded for me uh, out of Philly to, for Dale Howarchuk and uh, then I was back with him in uh, in St. Louis and, and, it, and it worked out it worked out well I had uh, a, a high regard for Mike 
I mean, especially he was always a fun guy away from the rink. At the rink, it could be crazy. You know, it could be absolutely uh, crazy. You lose a game and he came in and he would just do so much damage. (laughs) That, uh, you know, I remember uh, going back to the Ritz and uh, we're having a sandwich after the game and Gretz is going... I'm I'm going to my room. I go. What are you What are you talking about? You know, get a bite to eat, and uh, we'll have a drink. And uh, he goes, No, he's he's coming. I go, What? Uh, no, Mike's coming. He's going to come here tonight because he gave him tech during the game. And then I walk outside, and sure enough, Mike's car pulls up. So where is he? Uh, he's up in his room, Mike. Yeah, but uh, but he was he was a wonderful guy away from the rink, like a, a, a lot of fun. Yeah. And, 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 I mean, there's no denying the results and the things that he got from from players. And it's a longer conversation about, you know, the dictator style of coach. Obviously, Daryl Sutter did an unbelievable job this year in Calgary with, with you know, a, a similar philosophy. I mean, he, he's, he's not... Uh, He's not the warmest, cuddliest guy you've ever met, but you know they they get a lot out of players, and uh, it's it's an interesting uh, it's it's an interesting discussion to have whether the Machiavellian style of coaching is is as effective or more effective than uh, a guy like Barry Trotz who gets a ton out of his players in a completely different manner. There you have it. That is Craig McTavish joining us on yesterday's edition of Oilers Now. It's 1224 in Edmonton when we come. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I'm back in HL today for Elite Promotional Marketing and a text from Sunny in Vancouver. You're listening to Oilers now. Welcome back, everybody. Sunny in Vancouver, Texas at 1226 in Edmonton. Bob, who would make a better fourth-line right-shot center, Curtis Lazar or Colin White? Well, Sonny, uh, Colin White, and Brennan's going to hit on this momentarily, bought out today by Ottawa. Think of where he's from. He's from Boston. Think of the type of players that excel in Boston. Guys from Boston and those schools. Where's Curtis Lazar from? He's from Western Canada. Uh, Colin White's a guy that saw himself as a top six guy that dealt with shoulder issues and wasn't that guy. Curtis Lazar is what he is. He's a fourth line right shot center slash right wing. For the Oilers' purposes and the cap perspective that Edmonton's in for me, it's Curtis Lazar all day. All right. Let's uh, go to back to the 630 Chet Studios. It is time for NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. And here is Brendan Escott. We'll start with Mike Greer, the new GM of the San Jose Sharks. He's the first black general manager in the NHL after a long career, of course, that started with six seasons here in Edmonton. His brother Chris, if you don't know, is the GM of the NFL's Miami Dolphins. Casey DeSmith staying in Pittsburgh. A two-year deal this morning worth $3.6 million. Yes, Ottawa did buy out or placed, actually, Colin White on waivers for 
the purpose of a buyout, the 25-year-old. Uh, Jake DeBrusque, he has reportedly rescinded that trade request in Boston. And the Rangers, they inked Julian Gauthier to a one-year extension. Former Oilers assistant Brian Wiseman joining the New York Islanders coaching staff. The Canucks have promoted Dr. Haley Wickenheiser to assistant GM on Patrick Alvin's staff. The AHL's Coachella Valley Firebirds at Seattle's farm team. They've named Jessica Campbell an assistant coach, the first female in that role in AHL history. She has represented Canada in the past and worked in the uh, USHL with the Tri-City Storm. Kraken is, uh, they're also bringing on uh, Steve Briere as goaltending coach, Bob. All right, there you have it, Pierre, uh, formerly with the Toronto Maple Leafs. It is 1228 in Edmonton. Mark Specker is coming up. And for the 239th time over the course of the last five seasons, part of our conversation is going to be about Yessel Pugliarvi. Off to a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.